And welcome back to A Pagan Heart in Maine. I've been a little under the weather lately, but now that I'm feeling better, I did want to wish everyone a blessed invoke bulk season and a joyful Valentine's Day. Today is not going to be a full show. What I did was take what was going to be a long show and cut it into two smaller shows. So I will have another show for you out in a couple of weeks. And for today's show, I want to share a story I found about a rabbit named Rupert. It's story time. Rupert's Imbolc Invitation by Kira Cole Rupert the Rabbit was cold, oh so cold. All of the snow and ice was really getting old. The branches above him were bare as could be. His friends were all sleeping, and so was the tree. Here on the edge of the forest was a thick grove of trees. Elms, oaks, birch, and cypress with their long knobby knees. Tomorrow, he thought, the people will come with their dancing, chanting, rituals, and drums. No matter the season, this was their place. A meadow, a clearing, a kind of round space. He wondered, though, if they might just stay away. The weather was still freezing, even during the day. Pushed by the wind, the snow had been blowing, and for a long time, nothing had been growing. Even though grass wasn't something people eat, it was all gone now along with the clover so sweet. The Maybon goodies were gone, he'd helped Melvin collect. The apples, nuts, and onions, he knew, because he'd checked. No, the people might not come this time, he was afraid. Or if so, the cold weather might make them delayed. He thought even their fires might not be enough, even if they had blankets and tents and other warm stuff. Oh, they'll come all right, he heard a small voice say. There's no need to worry. They won't stay away. It must be a fairy, Rupert thought, one with sparkling wings. Why, yes, said the voice, and I've come to show you some things. Then he appeared, that fairy, right in front of Rupert's face. It happened so fast, Rupert gasped, stepping back a pace. The fairy swooped and soared and whirled, just like the one before. He clapped his hands and laughed, then flew around some more. This fairy was lots of fun and all dressed in shimmering white. The silver lace through his wings was shiny and sparkly bright. Tomorrow is the day they'll come to celebrate and sing. It's time, you know, he smiled, to start thinking about spring. Spring, thought Rupert, with a big happy grin. That means lots of sweet grass and clover again. Yes, agreed the fairy. It's the time for a change of seasons, even though it will be a while, still, before you feel the reasons. The Sabbath people celebrate is called Imbolc by name. The people in their rituals use lots of candles and flame. Rupert looked around, seeing nothing but ice and snow. He wondered just how anything was supposed to start to grow. Oh, you silly rabbit, the fairy said floating in the air. The earth will soon burst forth with color everywhere. 
Under the snow and ice are plants and bulbs and seeds. All winter God has shelters them, tending to their needs. But now that Yule has passed and the days are growing longer, the sun stays in the sky each day just a little longer. God and Goddess long ago put nature's rules into play, so that in all things balance would always hold sway. But the people, Rupert asked, I know their songs are a special treat, and their prayers to God and Goddess make the day complete. Are you sure they will come, even though it's so cold out? Are you really, really sure? Do you have any doubt? Oh, my fairy friend, the fairy laughed, come along with me. Opening his wings wide, he flew away, saying, Just you wait and see. And so Rupert ran and hopped, and hurried after his new friend, wondering where they were going, and where the trail would end. Over the river, and through the woods, then down the hill he did run, watching the colors of the fairy's wings sparkle in the afternoon sun. With Rupert's long legs, it didn't take very long at all, before they stopped by a tree that was very big and very tall. And there by the tree was a lake, all covered in snow. But what the fairy wanted to do, Rupert didn't know. This is the place, exactly right here. Take a look, I'll invite you to see, the fairy said, pointing at a place where the lake touched the tree. Then the fairy waved one hand, leaving sparkles in the air, weaving glittering twinkles and colorful sparks everywhere. Next the fairy whirled and twirled, clearing the snow away, until Rupert could see the frozen lake that under the snow lay. When Rupert looked, he saw people, but not the ones he knew. Tiny figures in the ice, doing things that, to him, were brand new. See that woman there? asked the fairy. She's leaving out a ribbon made of silk. And there's a little boy, he said, pointing putting out a glass of milk. These things are for Bridget, a goddess of great fame. At Imbolc there are many who seek her favor and bless her name. But tomorrow is a special day that people gather here. Why, Rupert asked, are these pictures in the ice so clear? It's magic, of course, said the fairy, clearly pleased with himself, grinning from ear to ear like some mischievous little elf. No, these are scenes from Imbolc Sabbaths long ago and past. You better look closely, though, he warned. For like the snow, they cannot last. Rupert made a face when he suddenly heard a lot of noise and saw there in the icy mirror a group of girls and boys. They were banging pots and pans together in a circle round. Rupert's long ears hurt from all the loud, clattering sound. What are they doing? Rupert asked. Why would they do such a thing? It's their job, the fairy said, to awaken the spirits of spring. And see there, he said, looking at an old woman who held a broom. She'll put that by the front door and welcome when she's done cleaning every room. Milks, brooms, ribbons, and pots and pans? Oh, I'm so confused. Can you tell me how all these strange things here are being used? Imbolc, my friend, can be so many different things the fairy said, twisting and turning and fluttering his wings. Halfway between Yule and Astara, winter is on its way out. But still the dark time of the year, and cold, there isn't any doubt. Imbolc reminds us that spring is coming before very long. 
and gives us a chance to raise our voices in chant and in song. Oh, look, said Rupert, still gazing into the ice-covered lake. See those people? I wonder what they're going to make. They're gathered all together in a circle, each raising a hand. But what they're doing is something I just don't understand. They're making a promise, the fairy explained with a big smile. Imbolc is a time of beginnings for things that can take quite a while. Imbolc is a time for the quickening of the earth. To get ready for nature's cycle of rebirth. And the season has a beginning, so each must have an end. So how long, Rupert asked, before I'll be warm again? There's a saying that people have, just like the ones you know. Now listen very carefully, for this is how it goes. If Imbolc day be fair and bright, winter will have another flight. If Imbolc day be clouds and rain, winter is gone and will not come again. So what that means, if I understand what you're saying right, is that winter might not be done, but then again it might. Yes, the fairy sighed. I'm afraid that's the way it goes. Sometimes even on a star day, we still have ice and snow. That's the nature of nature. There isn't anything wrong. The nights will grow short, and the days will grow long. No matter how we mark it or celebrate this day, the wheel of year is turning, and spring will come our way. Some make dolls or candles or important promises to keep. Some build fires, praise the light, or wait for seeds they bury deep. There are many ways and paths and rituals and feasts to welcome spring no matter if you're people, fairy, or woodland beast. So go, my friend, enjoy yourself, the fairy said, and have a little fun. Help the people welcome spring in return of a warmer sun. Rupert thanked the fairy for all he'd learned about Imbolc and about spring, then wondered as he hopped away about one more little thing. If he was human with hands and feet and voice, how would he decide to celebrate? What would be his choice? And that was Rupert's in Bulk Invitation by Kira Cole from the collection of Rupert's Tales, soon to be published by Schiffer Press and illustrated by artist Tanya Osborne. Now you can keep up with Rupert's adventures on Facebook by searching for Friends of Rupert. And you can find links to that page and to Tanya's on my website at www.paganheartinmaine.com. Also tomorrow night, February 15th, I will be joining the wonderful Reverend Tim Shaw on the Black Cat Lounge Radio Hour on Para-X Radio. And you can tune in and listen live at www.para-x.com at 9 p.m. And you can find a link to that as well at www.paganheartandmain.com. So until next time, a blessed in bulk season, happy Valentine's Day, and brightest blessings.